Culture Proof is brought to you by BJU Press Homeschool. If you've come to homeschooling or you're thinking of homeschooling to preserve a solid biblical worldview in your children, you should consider the curriculum we trust to help with biblical worldview formation. BJU Press Homeschool is here for you and with you as you center Christ in the education of your kids. Visit our friends today at BJUPressHomeschool.com. That's BJUPressHomeschool.com, the premier sponsor of the Culture Proof Podcast. Welcome to the Culture Proof Podcast. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And today we're talking about a topic that we don't normally talk about. Like sometimes there are pop cultural phenomenon that, well, we will discuss it as much as it impacts the church and yeah. impacts culture. But there are other things that kind of almost sound a little bit gimmicky. Maybe they're just a little bit of a catchphrase and we kind of steer clear of those. But this particular article grabbed my attention and I thought, you know, it's really interesting because um, the use of this term is kind of growing in our culture today. And maybe some people have questions about what exactly it means. But then also I thought it'd be good to have this conversation because it especially has an impact on marital relationships or hmm. close romantic relationships, this article says. So I just autocorrect it for them <laughs> and call it marital relationships. Right. And so we want to talk a little bit about that today. Um, but the term is gaslighting. Okay, Will the Great. Gaslighting. What do you know about gaslighting? I know it's something that I've heard like a lot recently, you know, um, and it, I, I think it's when you try to make someone uh, believe that what they know to be true is not true or something mm -hmm. like that, you know, um, but it seems like it's something that I, I hear often, you know, maybe on Twitter or something like yeah. <laughs> gaslighting or, or YouTube, you know, and I, I wondered when I heard it, I didn't look it up, but like, man, where did that even come from? Mm -hmm. Gaslighting. It just sounds, you know, the origin of it, but I don't know. Yeah. But it's really interesting it's because a lot of times what happens is, and tell me if, the, if this has been your experience mm -hmm. as well, but what happens is we will hear a term and we're not really sure what that term means, but because of the way it's used and it gets used so often, mm -hmm. we start to get like a working knowledge of what it means. We start to yeah. understand it just a little bit better and yeah. maybe even adopt it as terms that we use or or as a term we would use, but we don't know exactly the definition. And so yeah. what I want to do is I want to define gaslighting and then I want to have a conversation about it because the more we learn about it, um, even if the way that people, um, maybe the experts describe it, even if it's not, you know, the truest definition of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's some concern that this would become the way we communicate, mm. um, as a society in our personal relationships, even in our work relationships, uh, because it really just speaks of a loss of the knowledge of God. Mm. I think that when gaslighting becomes something that's normal, even if even in the accusation that we just start to accuse people of gaslighting, um, I think that's something that we should probably be concerned about. So mm. um, this was a good housekeeping article that I came across and I thought, man, this is really interesting. <laughs> it said 20 gaslighting examples and how to respond to them um, per relationship experts. Okay, so the origins of the word gaslight come from the 1944 film by the same name. Hmm. In Gaslight, a woman starts to suspect her new husband might be intentionally trying to make her seem out of her head 
In other wow. words, crazy when she notices strange things occurring, including gas lights that always appear to dim on their own. So what would happen is the woman would turn on the gas light. The husband would go in, dim the gas light. And then she hmm. would say something like, you know, I just turned. Did you notice? And he would say, no. No, it, it, it wow. was always like that, right? So making her think that, that she old. was crazy. Isn't that interesting? 1944. That, so in the movie, the mm-hmm. woman um, whose name is Paula in the movie, she's played by the actress Ingrid Bergman. Hmm. She tries to confront her husband. He questions her sanity. So basically, gaslighting is making a person believe that what they know isn't so. Hmm. That, that what they feel or what they sense is not reality all right so the film was popular at the time and it remains almost sort of like um i don't know a a relic if you will of the way we communicate with people but recently it's gained popularity and people Mm -hmm. using this all all the time time. and they're saying you're trying to gaslight me or they just want to gaslight you and i think what happens is somebody rediscovers the word Mm -hmm. um or maybe rediscovers the film and then it becomes a thing. Man, and because of the way the internet works, whenever right. you start hearing people say it all the time, you start reading it all the time, you think that you know the word and know the best ways to use it. So hmm. what do you think having gotten that background? Well, I didn't know it was that old. And I could see how, you know, man, they, they took they took that and brought it back. Yeah. You know, because I didn't grow up saying that. No, not <laughs> at know? all. So it's, it's funny how they took that and, and brought it back. And through the use of, you know, the internet and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. this stuff spreads, you know, but I thought it was something new. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I knew that it was old. I actually heard. I never heard of um, it. No, I've I've never, I had never heard of it until like two days ago. I say two days ago, that's a joke. But just in 2023 is Mm -hmm. when I started hearing gaslighting just sort of like really take off in conversation. But I had heard someone use it and then qualify the use of it. And so I thought, oh, that's really interesting. Um, But I know that it's one of those things that we hear the word Mm -hmm. um, more than we actually know what it means, right? So the experts say that gaslighting is about one person trying to gain control over someone else Mm. and um, using that power that they have in the relationship to make the other person do or say certain things. So to to behave in a certain way. And I really wanted to look at this as it pertains to marriage. Like we're always talking about um, the ways that we build a healthy marriage, the ways that we, you know, live for the glory of God including living for the glory of God in our marital relationships. And I thought, man, you know, when you really start to break it down, and I'm going to share some of the things from this article here, but when you really start to break it down, um, gaslighting is lying. <laughs> like, am I, am I being yeah. a simpleton to say that? Like gaslighting is lying. Like if yeah. you, if you tell someone That's that this is not what it is when it is what it is, the Bible calls that lying. And so we don't need huh. like relationship experts to tell us not to do that or to tell us that that is wrong. Although mm. this Good Housekeeping article goes to great lengths to kind of help us know what gaslighting is and how we should avoid it. But at a very basic level, wow, don't do that. That's funny because that, that made me think of another term that I hear young people use today. And it's like, 
is no cap. So yeah, to to cap mean that you're lying, if, right? If you guys say, "Hey, I'm, I'm serious," no cap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, when you when you get down to it, it's lying. So it's like gaslighting. It's it's lying. Well, and can I say this too? And and I there's a there's a conversation <laughs> to be had about this, but it's possible that if you have to um, follow up every statement that you make with no cap, you may not have a good reputation. <laughs> right. You may not be trustworthy. Right. And so e- again, yeah. in culture. That becomes normal. We start to talk in that way and we think that we should all talk in that way. (laughs) But the bottom line is if you have to say, yeah, so I was at the store yesterday and it was packed, no cap. It's like, (laughs) that means that you have a reputation for lying. You know, because it's one of those slang words. That Uh, is possible. Possible. That is possible. But now I will say this, though, the relationship Mm. experts that are cited in this Good Housekeeping article Mm. um, talk about gaslighting as it's um, more extreme than lying, that it really is an attempt to alter another person's behavior. Wow. It's it's so it's more akin to manipulation yeah. than it is to just lying, lying maybe to obscure the truth or to protect yourself, which is bad. It's still bad, still sinful, but gaslighting seems to be a little more intense in that it's an attempt to change the other person, to make the other person feel a certain way. And I was thinking about this, you know, as it's important even in a marriage that we speak honestly to one another. But I would say if I'm being, (laughs) (laughs) if I'm being honest, there have been times in our marriage based on these definitions Mm -hmm. where I have gaslit you. Now, see, I I don't even know if I don't even know if I should say gaslit or gaslighted, but there have been times (laughs) that I have gaslit you because I was thinking about what this looks like in a marriage. So, for Mm. example, if I'm angry about something Mm. or if I'm disappointed or if I have a feeling or an emotion and you can clearly see that, like you can know by looking, by observing that there is something wrong with me. And when you ask me, Hey, what's wrong with you? I say nothing. That's <laughs> gaslighting, hmm. right? Because I am, and, and let me tell you why it's not just lying. I am attempting to not only tell you that you don't see what you see, but I'm also trying to draw from you a type of guilt laden emotion, right? Mm. That like there is something wrong and I'm going to make you pay. Uh, You know what I mean? I'm going to, I'm going to keep it from you. Maybe you are the problem. And, Uh, and I have been guilty of that. And that mm. is sinful. That is wrong, but it happens in far too many of our marriages. Wow, I think that happens a lot. You know, I don't even know if it's really understood what's happening, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think as we talk about this, you know, you can probably see like different times where, man, I did that. Yeah. I I do that, you know, but not really realizing that is that deep that I'm really, you know, because it's, it's such a, uh, not a routine, but it's a habit. Yeah. Like it's rote. It just is an automatic response. It's something that we become used to doing. It's almost something. And I, I really dislike this, but if we don't allow the Holy spirit to check it in our heart, it can be something that defines us as people. BJU Press Homeschool is the premier sponsor of the Culture Proof Podcast. Did you know that homeschoolers are a threat to a secular culture? It's true. For a society that envisions public education as the means by which it will indoctrinate future generations, destroy the proliferation of the gospel, and disintegrate the republic, homeschoolers are de facto revolutionaries. But all homeschooling is not created equal. What makes your kids' education Christian is not the fact that you are one. This is why we trust BJU 
JU Press Homeschool to help us seamlessly disciple our children, even in their core subjects. We don't want a secular education that uses Bible verses as frosting. We want the knowledge of God preserved at every phase of what our kids are taught. Consider BJU Press Homeschool for all of your homeschooling needs. We trust them to back us as we grow the resistance. You can too. Visit BJUPressHomeschool.com. That's BJUPressHomeschool.com. Visit today. It can be the way that we do things. I remember um, early on in our marriage, and this lasted for a long time, at least a good three years um, into our marriage, that I would be angry and just feel like, ah, you know, wanting to hold on to that anger um, and and not wanting to release you, not wanting to forgive, which is so destructive in a marriage. It really destroys um, the safety in that marriage. It destroys the trust, right? Mm -hmm. The ability mm -hmm. to be able to offend and be offended and know that there's safety mm -hmm. rather than um, prolonged punishment, right? Yeah. Um, but, but realizing that one of the ways I could still have my emotions because I have a feeling attached to the offense. But what I could say up front is I forgive you and I release you from that offense. Mm. Please just give me the time to come down off the emotion. Yeah. Yeah. I think that comes with, with growth, you yeah. know, man, we mature in our marriage. You know, there are things that praise God, we don't do yeah. <laughs> anymore that we did maybe in year one, two, three, four. No, for three. sure. Hey, 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 don't tell too much, right? Don't don't come too current. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, those are the things, like, even talking about this, you know, if we don't have a true understanding of what's really happening, we can continue to do things mm -hmm. like this and not even understand what's going on. Yeah. yeah. So let me let me look at some of the, um, the, the I guess, the indications that, or the indicators, some of the indicators mm. that somebody is gaslighting you. Okay. And um, one of them, and I want to jump, there's a, there's a list here, but I want to look at number seven. Number seven says, and again, thinking about in the marriage relationship, mm. number seven says they use your vulnerabilities against you. Mm. So they know the, the, the areas that you are weak in, or they know what's going to get you or what's going to move you. Mm -hmm. And then they use that against you, mm. man. You know, when I read that, I think far too often of the temptation of the human sinful heart. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like we have been given by God an incredible relationship with someone that it will not be said of anyone else that will be that close. Mm -hmm. The two becoming one right. flesh. So there is no one who's going to know me better than you. Mm-hmm. And there's no one who's going to know you better than me, right? Yeah. And so you think about the temptation, the sinful, wrong temptation to take the knowledge of those vulnerabilities and to use them to control another person mm. or to make that person do or be as you think they should do or be. Mm -hmm. Man, it's utterly sinful. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And man, it goes back to our sinful heart. You know, those are the things that, man, we have to... In a relationship, we get to dig up and mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit gets to shine the light on, you know, so that we can become more in the image of Christ. But, yeah, you're right. Those are the things, those those type of things that happen far too often in marriage. And I think they go unaddressed for a long time and it causes all kind of hurts and things going on. But when it, when the Holy Spirit is able to, to shine a light because you understand what's happening, yes. then you can go forward. But I, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking about, man. 
how readily we do these type of things, but it's, it's a lot of times out of ignorance. Yeah. You know, but when when we know better, we can do better and we can bring that stuff to God and say, God, help me because this is a feature of my life. This is a flaw yeah. that I have. Yeah. You know? I mean, and I think there's grace in that. I think there's yeah. mercy in that. And and I even I have to say, I even think that there's mercy in in a marriage relationship. Mm being able to come together and to right. say, man, look, I've, I've done that to you. Like yeah. even in looking at this, I'm thinking, you know, if you ask me what's wrong with me mm-hmm. and there is something wrong with me and, mm-hmm. and chiefly, if the, if the something that is wrong with me is caused by you mm-hmm. and then I know that and mm-hmm. I say nothing, mm-hmm. but, I, but I'm, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm still saying but it. But I know that and it's I something. Know, and Man. I know at that point that it's probably something with me. Yes, right. Oh, that's yeah. wrong. Wow. That's, it's, yeah. it's, it's sinful and it doesn't foster a healthy relationship. Right. It doesn't deepen our relationships. I think being able to have the type of humility where we can say, look, I'm upset with you. I'm not really ready to talk about it now. And I know that's hard. Yeah. But but, but I need some time. that's the honest thing to yeah. say. You know, that's not lying. That's that's, that's that, not gaslighting. Right. It's not gaslighting. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's, it's basically, man, I, yeah, something is wrong. Yeah. But I just don't want to talk about it right now, you know, and but we will. And so I think that's, man, when you think of it, that's a way better way to, to do it. Yeah. You know, rather than manipulate. You it know? takes self-control, though, right? Because you, really have to be, you have to be able to say, you have to be able to say, mm. I'm upset. Yeah. You are the cause of that. Okay. <laughs> And I still love you, but I don't want to talk about it right now because I I, I want to maybe prayerfully collect my thoughts, mm-hmm. emphasis on prayerfully collect yeah. the thoughts, or maybe I need to just calm down before I talk about it because I'm really angry. Yeah. You know, like being yeah. able to say that, like I'm thinking, yeah. especially around the holidays here, like <laughs> you're going over to in-laws homes, yeah. you're dealing with family yeah. and sometimes, you know we don't get each other's cues. And so somebody may say something and and then you're just walking around and you're just like, you know, (laughs) I'm going to come back and report to everyone how Mickey's doing with that. What? (laughs) I'm sure there's going to be another opportunity for her to uh, have self-control and say, Hey, I'm uh, I'm upset with you. Challenge accepted. I love you. Challenge accepted. I just don't want to talk about it right now. I'm not saying that I have to say all of those (laughs) things, but I can say. It was nice how you just said that. Yeah, you know. Reach over your hand right now. <laughs> what I can say, we have just we have just um in, engaged in the counselor handhold. It's a stretched out hand, maybe a double over hand. It's just like there, there, my friend. There, there. It's going to be okay. Um, what I can say is though, um I I am not ready to talk about this. Mm-hmm. You know, even if I can't go into all of like because what Will the Great wants to hear is, you love me though, right? Like, I always love you, but I'm mad at you right now, Mel Mad. Or Mel Mad. <laughs> yeah, but in the moment, it feels like, oh man, do you? Yeah, yeah. I know, it does. And and that's not, that's not that's, fun. That's yeah, not great, not right? Great, that's yeah. not great. But, um, but what we do is we want to grow. We yes. want to grow in that. We want to be able to say, listen, I'm going to come down off this emotion and I'm going to talk to you about this. But right now I'm just, now I will say you have done that. Now you have said to me, hey, I want to talk to you about something which drives me nuts because I want to talk mm-hmm. about it right then and there. <laughs> like if you say, I want to talk to you about something yeah. and then I go, what? And you're like, no, I just, I just want to think <laughs> about it. I just want to kind of process my thoughts a little bit. I am like, what? <laughs> then why would did you, you tell me? Would you rather me gaslight you? <laughs> no, uh, I would not. I would not wrong, rather. Will? Nothing. No, I would. Hmm. I would oh, nothing. oh, that's so, that's not, no, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> What's wrong? Nothing. Right when you did that, I felt like that was such people have to watch on YouTube. <laughs> when you did that, I felt like that was such not a man's response. <laughs> like that with your shoulders and turning your head. I mean, nothing. I mean. But but I can totally see that in my sisters, okay? Like in my sister friends, like that's what we do. We're like nothing. It's fine. Where do you want to eat? I don't care. And we're starving and we actually do have a taste for something, but we're so angry that we can't. No, but I was thinking about like, this is one of those things where you say, man, the Bible says that we're to put away lying, right? That we're mm. to speak truthfully to one another. Mm. You find this in Ephesians four, you find this in Colossians three. And it's so important for us to understand that the one another's and, and what the Bible prescribes for us in holy living, that it does refer to one another in yeah. marriage. It's not yeah. just um, as we go with the people in church, you know, that it refers to each of us. Right. So anyway, I, I want to say this, though. Mm -hmm. um, when we think about the vulnerabilities, or maybe I want to ask this question, when we think about the vulnerabilities of one another, do we include in that the love that we have for one another, doesn't that make us vulnerable? Like sort of like it's a, yes, it's a, it's a weakness, like our kryptonite. Yeah, definitely. It makes us vulnerable. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> like those feelings, those emotions and, you know, all that wrapped up in there, you know, I, I think that does make us uh, very vulnerable, but that's, that's part of a healthy and great relationship mm -hmm. that there would be transparency. There'd be, you know, vulnerable times and things like that. That's how you get closer to a person. You know, man, the only reason that you can really hurt a person is, is that a person has been vulnerable. Yeah. You know, if you, yeah. if, if you're like, you know, standoffish and I don't have, you know, then it might be a little hard to, to hurt someone like, but in a marital relationship, even in a relationship with friends, there's a, a level of being vulnerable that exposes you. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. Why do you think, why do you think it's so difficult for couples um, to be honest with each other about their feelings. Like, for hmm. example, if, if we are to go for like a family gathering or something, maybe, you know, getting together for the holidays and um, like, let's just say, for example, if I make a dish and, oh, I don't know off the top of my head, your mom makes a dish. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just throwing this up. I don't know. Okay. And so uh -huh. let's just say that these two women make dishes. Okay. Right, right. And you are just like going on and on and on about the dish <laughs> that your mom made. And then over there, there's like my dry potato salad. You know what I mean? Like, which actually that's not a really good example. Cause your mom would be the one making the potato salad that you grew up eating that you love. Right. It's just, it's just you know, familiar with it. That's all. <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, anyway, please know this about Miki. Okay. Uh -oh. Whenever there are people in the kitchen who like to move around the kitchen, Mickey's sitting. I, I don't, I am not in competition with these people because cooking is not my love language. Okay. <laughs> like I'll write you a nice love card. Okay. That's my language words, right? No, I'm kidding. Um, but let's just say we have that as an example. Yeah. And, and let's say yeah. you're going on and, um, say you are just going on and on about your mom's dish and you don't, and then all of a sudden like this feeling comes over me where mm. it's like, man, you know, I feel angry about that or mm. I feel hurt. Why do you think it would be easier for me to just go and like pull away and then give you all of this like body language that <laughs> says, 
you know, you're sleeping in the backyard. You know what I mean? Like, side note, that's not happening. Okay? <laughs> right. um, like never, ever from day one of marriage. No. We have to tell people that story. Never, ever, ever. First big argument that we ever got into, first year of marriage. Mm-hmm. And I told Willie Gray that he was sleeping on the couch. <laughs> right. <laughs> never, ever, ever. And And here's the thing. The only reason I told him that was because sitcoms discipled me. <laughs> right. They told I didn't I didn't I grew up in a broken family. So I didn't know what marriage looked like, right? Mm. So sitcoms told me that when the dad messes up, then he sleeps on the couch. The wife gives him a blanket and a pillow, and that is where he spends mm. the night. So first big argument we got into was like, well, here you go. And he's like, what is this? It's like, you're sleeping on the couch. He's like, says who? And I'm like, Cosby. Says the, <laughs> says right, the Cosby right. show, right? <laughs> anyway, needless to say, he did not sleep on the couch. I didn't. No. I did. So, well, <laughs> it's true. Man. I'm just, look, I'm not going to edit history, okay? I wish that I were better in that mm. first year of marriage, but I wasn't. No, but the point is, why do you think it would be easier for me to just send those cold Mm -hmm. messages than to just say, Hey, it hurt my feelings that you didn't eat my cobbler and you were like going to town on your mom's potato salad. Cause you feel, cause it's a feeling of being vulnerable and Mm. we don't like to put ourselves in that position, but it's also, I think it, it it feeds our flesh to be the cold. Like it's like, I'm getting you back. I'm gonna make you pay for this, Mm. you know? So it's a, it's a fleshly move as well. It's like, you know, you know, you need to suffer. Mm. Okay. So no, you know, I'm all right. I'm good or whatever. And so I think those two things are, are at play, like feeling very vulnerable, feeling like, man, you know, oh man, I'm exposing my feelings and make me feel soft. You know, I feel yeah, like, because here, I know? can tell you what I would think. I would think like, what if you say to me, if, what if you say to me, it's sort of like a Cosby move. Okay. <laughs> like if you said to me, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard <laughs> in my life, then now I'm even more upset because I feel like, well, it's. <laughs> it's dumb that I cared about the cobbler (laughs) Mm. and that your preference of the potato salad felt like a reflection of your love for me. Mm. But in reality, that's what I felt. Yeah. So, so what if as a Christian, Mm -hmm. what if as a, as a a woman of God who is wanting to put away lying, Mm -hmm. what if I just said, Oh man, it hurt my feelings that you love the potato salad and my cobbler was sitting over there drying out. That takes a lot of humility. (sighs) Oh, Because and I don't know what you're gonna do. What are you gonna do with that? Well, man, what, what, I, I'm like, man, I liked your uh, cobbler. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I was gonna <laughs> say, like, I was gonna I honestly really say, based to... on your track record, <laughs> I feel like you would say, man, your cobbler was good, and probably go get some more just to eat it, like, <laughs> which is not what I'm looking for. But there is that feeling yeah. of being yeah. vulnerable. Yeah, I, man. But I think. To, to say that, it requires a lot of humility and it hurts to say stuff like that yeah. because you're letting someone else know that they hurt you and it seems, and it, it could seem like something like silly. Yes. You know, it's yes, like, that's the but thing. But to you, it's, no, it's not silly. It's, it's like something I, I really, that. yeah, I felt that, you know, but it, even to say it kind of sounds like, like for real, like really? Come on, man. man. Come on, so, man. So can we... Uh, <laughs> counselor handhold okay right there um can we say though never ever say that to your wife wait wait never say what come on man (laughs) 
Don't ever say that. Like if I'm if I'm being vulnerable again, and not to keep bringing um, it back to the cobbler, there was no cobbler gate. Okay, like there was. No, these are just random it was examples. Gumbo okay, gate. not just playing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just playing. Whoa. It's about that time though. We need to fire up that. You know, it's time for some gumbo. Anyway. Let me say this. Okay, this is totally gonna derail our conversation just for like a second and a half. Um, my gumbo. Yes. Is better than your mom's. Ooh. It is, mom, I, mom. I love you, mom. I, I love. To this. I love oh, my wow. mother-in-law. Oh, wow. Oh, let me tell you. Wow, wow. Let me just say. Wow. <laughs> oh wow. Watch this. No cap. I love. <laughs> I love my mother-in-law. I am oh, so man. grateful for her. Like I, I look. We have a great relationship. She is easy. Easy, easy, easy. <laughs> Truly, okay. And I, I really did hit the jackpot with getting Mrs. Addison as a mother-in-law. Truly, and I'm not like I don't, I don't. She's not paying me to say that. Um, she probably doesn't even listen to our podcast. That's how supportive and encouraging she is. I'm just kidding. Oh wow. Um, but but, <laughs> mom, it's a joke. You know they come in here. I know. I know. I got to get it all out you know, now. I heard right? you on that I podcast. Heard you, heard you on your little podcast. <laughs> You want to diminish what somebody's doing? Call it Lil. Heard you. Heard you on your little podcast. <laughs> no tea. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding, mom. I'm kidding. Oh man! Wow, mom. Anyway, um, but yeah, it's better. So moving on, moving okay. on. No, but I think it's important though. You're hitting on something that's really important. Mm -hmm. That when a wife is vulnerable and when she says what is actually bothering her, for the husband to validate that. In the best way possible. It doesn't mean that he pretends that all of it is true, mm -hmm. but it at a very minimum has to be important enough to him that he leans in. Like, I, I want you to say, oh, man, I, I, I hate didn't that mean you, it, it make yes. you feel that way. You know, come yes. on, man. Like, <laughs> Counselor Handhold. <laughs> Counselor Handhold. It's going to be okay. Please don't don't misinform husbands and ruin their holidays. <laughs> right, don't ruin right, their holidays, right. okay? Because unlike you, some of them do sleep. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to train y'all how to not do that. <laughs> can I, man, this is so funny. And this this we're pretty much oh, coming to man. an end here. Um, can I say that the only time, like the only thing that sends Will the Great to the couch is a sick kid. <laughs> and, and I mean, other than that, that's like because they're coming up in my bed, that's I'm like, it. okay, you, you got it, bro. If I want to get him out, it's not even if they're gotta, sick. If they're just coming in, like I'm like, hey, that's true. He's like, come on, man, this town ain't big <laughs> enough for the both of us. I try to first. I try to put him back in their bed. You do, but sometimes Mickey. Oh know, no, like, hold up, no, that's a different like, episode. A deterrent. This like, wanna, episode, come, come on here. I'm like, come on, they got their own bed, man. Go. What you doing? Brought to you by ga gaslighting. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, man. No, I just, I do feel bad when, when they come, you know, into the room, I just assume something's wrong. Even if it's just like a bad dream <sighs> or they're overheated. Go to sleep. <laughs> right here with me. Come on. Here we go. Um, look, at, you reach a certain age and that's just not happening anymore. Like our teenagers oh, no. are not coming to Bet the room. Mm -mm. So, so I got to hold on to what I can get. <laughs> so if I've got, I won't give away too many ages because I don't want to embarrass the older littles. But if I've got kids who are still coming to the door and they're like, hey, what are you doing? You know, it's like, come on. Sleeping? Get in the bed. <laughs> what on, are you doing? You um, no, I just wanted to have this conversation. I thought it's yeah. really interesting that we're having a conversation in culture about gaslighting. And it seems to be a little bit of the normal conversation. But I thought, one, 
let's actually define what it is. And two, let's survey just a little bit, kind of scratch the surface into some of the ways that we gaslight in our personal relationships. And at the very basic level, my understanding of gaslighting is that it is lying with the intent to manipulate, to Mm. control a person. Mm. And that is as far away from the character and the nature of God that I can imagine us being. So that should not be a feature of a marriage. That should not be a feature of a relationship that is submitted to the Lordship of Christ. And so anyway, it's concerning to me that that's a normal part of discourse, uh, but it shouldn't be normal for us because we are not of this world. right. right? right. When we resist those cultural trends that rival the truth, we remain culture proof until next time, Lord willing. God bless.